0: Welcome to Brock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it on cnjradio.com or you're subscribed on iTunes, never missing one single episode. I very much appreciate all of you. And that intro you heard at the top of the show—that might be the last time you hear that for quite a while because I'm reaching a milestone on the next episode, personal milestone. Uh, I've been doing the show for a year now; it's been a year, yes, and getting up to episode number fifty—that that's pretty big for me, a a personal achievement. Feels good. Uh, So I figured uh, by the time you hear the next episode, episode number fifty. Gonna get all new intro, so hey, I just created another show for myself here. And if you haven't figured it out by now, this week I'm going to play the 10 songs that I use to intro the show each and every week, at least for the first 49 episodes. So that's what I'm doing. It's gonna be a pretty crazy hodgepodge of songs, but it kind of represents my brain also. This is the range of taste. I'm proud to have all these songs here on the show today. Love them all, and I I lucked out there because when I made the show intro originally, yes, I I I am the one that did the intro. No applause, no applause. Um, But yes, thankfully, I'm proud of these songs. Want to play them on the show here? Let's let's wipe the old intro, make way for something new. Since the show is ever expanding and growing, I'm gonna evolve with it. So let's just go and do it here. First song. It goes by really quick. I think uh you know uh, someone uh, I think it was Nola that told me that one goes by really quick. But let's solve the puzzle here song by song. Number 10 is by Motley Crue off of their very very awesome 1983 sophomore album called Shout at the Devil. This is it. 10 seconds to love. <laughs> That was Motley Crue with 10 Seconds to Love. Like I said from the album Shout the Devil, uh, an essential album in my opinion. And, uh, you know, flying those devil horns high. Also, I figured since I was playing 10 Seconds to Love, I would mention the fact uh, one of the many times I saw Motley Crue live, uh, one of the the cooler ones was in 1998 at the Bronco Bowl. I attended with my C&J radio partner and best friend, chris we saw that show and they actually played 10 seconds to love on that show and and i don't think they had done it all that much uh since the shout the devil tour so really cool to hear that song matter of fact they were taping for the live entertainment or death album and uh if you look in the booklet if you actually have the cd uh, a, a decent amount of stuff i'd say a handful of stuff that's on that double cd Um, I was at that taping, so in 10 Seconds of Love was one of the songs they used that particular performance. I was there for that, so very cool. There you go, there's my 10 Seconds of Love story. All right, moving on. Hope you enjoyed that song. The next song is by, uh, you know, a guy I felt bad leaving off the songwriter list last week. Oh, God. Yeah, let's talk about that for a little bit. Got some feedback on that episode. And I love feedback. I love hearing from all of you. You know, I I get it. I totally understand. Like, I got chastised for not using Dylan on the show. And I, I'm just not a big Bob Dylan fan. I'm really sorry. I, I know two of my friends, Steve and Travis, will completely rip me for saying that. I respect the hell out of the guy. I mean, all the guys I'm big fans of love Dylan. They they completely give it up for him they worship at the altar of Dylan if I'd have put Bob Dylan on my list I wouldn't have been true to myself that's all I can really say about that so uh, glad to hear the ones that gave it up for me for using David Lee Roth Uh, I know Steve was not happy with that but hey what are you going to do you can't please them all and you know it's not like it's going to end our friendship because we're not like that so yeah, um love reading the comments by the way on the Facebook by Mike and Todd. You guys are great. Todd's been posting pretty much since day 1. Love to hear from Mike. He's he's I guess he's not a relatively new listener anymore. He he posts a lot. So awesome Mike, great job. And the personal emails from Tino Fella on the CNJ radio page. Those are great. They always make my week. I love all the interaction whether it's uh you know praising the thumbs up or it's major disagreeing i love it all it's all good dialogue so thanks and there you go so anyway tangent aside the next song the person that says nine on the show like i said before a guy i felt really bad leaving off the list last week gonna play something by george harrison uh the late george harrison the Beatle, the icon uh, I've played a song off of this particular album before, but now I'm going to play the title track. Really cool album. is his major comeback album in the late 80s. So here you go. This is George Harrison with Cloud Nine. <laughs>
1: Like a glove. Joy, my dream, tell me yes. Bail out, should there be a mess? The pieces you don't need are mine. Take my time. I'll show you Cloud night Take my smile. My heart, they yours from the start Pieces to the middle of mine Have my love Use it while it does you good Share my eyes, but the times that you hurts pain on mine He says you don't need a man I'll see you there on cloud quit, that's fine While you're out looking for
0: unmistakable production of jeff lynn that was george harrison with cloud nine off of the 1987 album cloud nine pretty damn good record so go check that one out Uh, an all-star band on there you got george jeff lynn eric clapton elton john who i've been playing a lot recently uh the great ringo star uh that's a pretty impressive roster to have on any album maybe two or three albums but he's got them all on one there so Check it out, Cloud9, that was, you know, as a kid, that was my first introduction, really, to George Harrison. Uh, you know, mean of course I'd heard Beatles songs before, but, you know, getting to know his solo stuff. Around there, that's George breaking through to the MTV era there. So, yeah. Moving on, the next song, where you hear that 8, sounds pretty crazy on the intro. But it's off of a very classic song here. Yes, this is a classic classic soul track by the great Wilson Pickett uh, a song where that uh, has the subtitle of Soulsville USA this is a legendary song from 1966 went all the way to number one on the soul chart which it was actually called the black singles chart at the time yes they actually used to be called the black charts uh, which is so crazy but I remember I, I used to read Billboard when I was a little kid believe it or not I did and I remember it used to, you know, it had, like, number one singles, number one albums, and it would say just black on there. I was like, that's, even even as a little kid, I thought that was crazy. Uh, on the pop chart, it crossed over, got to number 13. So there you go, there's some fun facts about the song there. Uh, a song that was also recorded later on by Otis Redding on the Soul album. Uh, and Ry Cooter also did a cover of it. I mean, a lot of people have done a cover of it and uh Tina Turner did one it's It's a great song, so here you go, without further ado by me. this is Wilson Pickett, one of the greatest singers and performers of all time, with six, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine. Making the soul feel good there. That was the late, great Wilson Pickett, the longtime leader of the Midnight Movers with 6345789. And uh, I'm going to recommend a collection called Wilson Pickett, the Definitive Soul Collection. A great two disc set. Uh, that whole series, Definitive Soul Collection, there's Definitive Pop Collections by a bunch of different artists. And they're really well done. Uh, go check out that series, and the Wilson Pickett one is especially great. Uh, if you don't have anything by him, I I, I can't recommend him more. Uh, you know, greatness, uh, personified. So, moving on. Some of you might have figured this one out on the intro here. I thought this was going to be the first time I would played this band, but I believe I actually played them on the Real Names and Rock episode. So I'm going to play something by the Pixies here. and Uh, By far, this has got to be my favorite song by him. I know for, there's people that are big fans of this band. There's almost no middle ground to them. But I I am kind of a middle ground fan, to be honest with you. You know, I've got my best of, and I'm happy with it. Which will no doubt make some of my friends cringe pretty heavily. Uh, But, yeah, there you go. Uh, Pixies, like I said, cool band. They've influenced a lot of bands that I like, for sure, as well. And uh, a very unique original band, so I give it up for him when it comes to that. And this was the perfect seven to use for the intro. I don't know if I'm ever going to find a better one than that, but time will tell. Until then, this is the Pixies with Monkey Gone to Heaven.
2: control the sea. Got killed by 10 million pounds of sludge from New York and New Jersey.
0: one of the true pinnacles of the college radio movement in the eighties, in my opinion, that was the pixies with monkey gone to heaven. Uh, you could find that song originally on their 1989 album called "Doolittle," or you could do what I did and get it off their best of called wave of mutilation. Uh, also, Hey, um, I'm remembering now it's on a really, really good box set that Rhino put out called left of the dial. Uh, dispatches from the 80s underground uh talk about college radio music in the 80s if you want a great compilation that represents all of that and all kinds of styles really get that that's another really good one to check out and that's probably my weekly rhino records plug they uh, they need to be a sponsor on this show damn i give them enough free plugs so anyway while i'm pondering that i'm gonna play you what i think everybody figured this one out easy on the intro and i i trying to figure i i really just want to use it over and over again on the intro i think i'm gonna to have to i mean how could i possibly use any other six than the one uttered on the number of the beast by iron maiden so here you go this is the title track from an album that has been massively heralded and for good reason um i had to find a list of uh you know all the different magazines and public you know the publications that uh, a classic rock magazine a very respected magazine in my opinion has it at number 15 on their list of 100 great british rock albums of all time uh they said it was the most important metal album of the decade so who am i to argue also this year the album was voted number one on HMV's list of the best British albums of the past sixty years. Now there you go. <laughs> why why am I still talking? Here you go. This is Iron Maiden from nineteen eighty-two. This is the number of the beast. For it is a human number. Woe to you, O Earth and Sea.
1: For the devil sends the beast with wrath, because
3: he knows the time is short. Sure. see just what I saw in my old dreams. Worth a written
0: Their first album with Bruce Dickinson on lead vocals, Number of the Beast, like I said, from 1982. An essential album for any genre. Go get that album. Uh, There are no excuses not to have that album. Not even for religious purposes. But I digress. Moving on. Speaking of uh, messianic figures... gonna bring it down a little bit here since we had a a nice uh, solid loud rock moment there with the song I used for number five uh, I remember when I put this intro together uh, number of the beast and this song were the ones that came up right away I was like well that's that made it a lot easier so here you go this is the kickoff track speaking of iconic albums oh my god the kickoff track from one of the greatest albums of all time The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust by another guy that I am like what was I thinking leaving him off the list Uh, who was I going to cut off well here you go here's another reparation for this week's episode of Rock Strikes 10 here is the man the, the icon one of my all time heroes David Bowie with five years
5: Any mothers sighing. News had just come over. We had five years left crying. News guy wept and told us Earth was really dying. He cried so much his face was wet. Then I knew was not lying I heard telephones opera house favorite melodies I saw boys toys electric guns, and TVs My brain hurt like a warehouse it had no room to spare I had to cram so many things to store everything in there and all the fat skinny people and all the tall shots. Knelt and kissed the feet of a priest, and the prayer threw up beside of that. I think I saw you in an ice cream parlor, drinking milkshakes cold and long, smiling and waving and looking so fine. Don't think you knew you were in the song, and it was
0: that was david bowie along with the legendary band the spiders from mars with five years from the album the rise and fall of ziggy stardust Uh, go get that record uh i know i say that a lot on the show and i say it almost after every song but go get that record if you don't have ziggy stardust you you don't get it yet and whether it's the one disc version or or the awesome deluxe two-disc version with the great B-sides like Velvet Goldmine and all the young dudes, John I'm Only dancing, stuff like that. A lot of great songs they cut off that album. Man, if if Bowie hadn't had uh, just given all the young dudes to Mott the Hoople, that song probably would have been on Ziggy Stardust. Imagine the album with that song on there. Wow. But uh, anyway, yes, Ziggy Stardust by David Bowie. Go check that out show's moving by pretty quickly for me here today, which is always a great sign. Uh, Not too labored whatsoever. Uh, The one that says 4 on the intro, I'm playing it next. Uh, This is by a band, another uh, British act. A classic British act. Uh, You might know a couple of songs by this band. I'm going to play something by Manfred Mann. And uh, whether it be the early version of Manfred Mann, which had the major hit Doo Wah Diddy, or the Manfred Mann's Earth Band that had the big hit, with Bruce Springsteen's Blinded by the Light. This is one that's uh, you know, definitely an obscure single of theirs. So, um you know, I, and it's one of those things that it kinda came to the forefront for me doing the intro. I just kind of uh found it on a search, but I really like the tune and I love the harmonica play on it. It's a fun little uh, it, it's kinda got kind of a train go thing going on. A lot of chugging along. So check this one out. This is five four three two one part one and part two
3: Three, two,
0: one. All right, there you go. That was the very underrated Manfred Mann with 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, parts 1 and 2. I don't really know why it's a part 1 and part 2 because, uh, you know, in in my... Long time musical education. Part one and part two means the song is going to be pretty long. That's only a three-minute song, so I don't. Know. I don't quite understand. Maybe it's just for a joke. I don't know. I I do know that that was the third ever single released by Manfred Man, and their first ever chart success peaked at number five on the UK charts. Nowhere else, but you know they were a local British band at the time. And uh, the follow-up single for that was Hubble Bubble, Toil and Trouble. Another fun song, but then right after that they put out "Do Wah Diddy," and actually officially, did you know it's "Do Wah Diddy Diddy"? I don't know if a lot of people know that, but it's just I feel kind of dumb saying it twice. But "Do Wah Diddy Diddy," big number one uh, worldwide. So there you go. That's uh, go check them out. I got that off of uh, the definitive collection of Manfred Mann. So since a lot of the early British acts, you know, just put out a lot of singles and not a lot of albums at the time. You know, you're pretty much well off just getting a best-of collection. So, that is definitely the case with Manfred Man. So, moving on, I, I don't think I've played anything off of this album yet, but this is another one of those essential classic albums that, you know, I know for a fact there's really no middle ground. You either love this album or you hate it. And i had never heard this album honestly until about three years ago i finally finally just gave in and bought it it was on sale at like best buy or something and i just bought it and gave it a listen and i loved it so there you go maybe you want to do the same thing so this is something off of the bad out of hell album so here you go this is meatloaf with two out of three ain't bad
3: There's nothing left inside of me.
0: there you go that was the mighty meatloaf with two out of three ain't bad from the all time classic album bad out of hell which have now spawned many sequels uh hey you know I, I do you like the e street band cause that's a lot of the guys from the e street band or the band on that album do you like Todd Rundgren he's on there he he produced the damn thing uh do you do you like the uh do you like Edgar Winter he plays saxophone on there So, yeah, there you go. Um, I think it's a great record. I think everybody should at least give it a chance once in their life. You know, if you don't like it, that's fine. Uh, But I think most people that give it a chance will like it. And, you know, uh, God, 20-plus million people can't be wrong all the time, right? So there you go. Moving on, we got two more songs to play here. And that, that wasn't even the longest song of the night. That'll be reserved for the very last song. I think you know where I'm going with this. But until then, the second to last song of the night. And a band that is no stranger to Rock Strikes 10. Gonna play something by Kiss. This is off their 1979 uh, often maligned album, but an album that I love, personally. This is a Rolling Stones cover. uh, A song that originally appeared on the Rolling Stones' uh, Their Satanic Majesty's Request. I love both versions, uh, but this is a, 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 definitely a more rockin' version of the song. So here you go, with Ace Frehley on lead guitar and lead vocals, here is 2,000 Man. there you go that was a song that actually was performed by the original members of kiss as it went from 99 to 2000 for their millennium show in vancouver so there you go that was 2000 man like i said off the album dynasty uh there's that era like from like you know 78 to 80 with all the, the big rock bands of the time putting out their like you know like We've put out a few records now, and now the ego's getting to us, and the drugs—you know—they're they're cocaine disco albums, as I call it. Uh, but and Dynasty definitely uh, fits that mold. But I love the record, so I think you should check it out. You know, go go check out some samples. There's there's some really good tunes on there. Love sure knows something. Magic touch, of course. It's got the massive single I was made for loving you on it. So, like I said, I think it's a great record, and uh, you know. But I I am a blind fanboy who is going on the KISS cruise with the love of his life. So you can take my opinion on KISS with a grain of salt, I guess. But uh, yeah. So now we're down to the last song of the night. And it's a very obvious song. It's a song I'm sure you've heard a billion times. But, you know, I actually haven't heard this song in a while. Especially the original studio version. So, I'm going to listen to this with you know, some fresh ears, and we'll see what happens at the end of it. So, here you go. This is off the and Justice For All album. This is Metallica with Course 1.
2: Life I'm from
0: I think I am just always gonna resent the fact that there is zero bass on the Anjustice for All album. So, and I do own the album, but I actually pulled that audio off of the Rhino Records heavy metal box set, which I think it sounds a lot better. Uh, it's it's remastered, of course, so automatically it sounds better. But uh, you know, hey, I I think that's still a great song. Uh, wouldn't that be great? You know, I. I since I just played Kiss before that, you know, they just recently came out with the Destroyer Resurrected release with Bob Ezrin doing a uh, remix where he, you know, boosts a lot of the levels, puts a little more bass in there and stuff like that. Who wouldn't love to have a remixed version of Van Justice for All? I think they should do it. You know, you know I'd, I'd say damn anybody that says otherwise because just all you got to do is put bass on it and automatically the album is that much better. And it would be a a nice thing, you know, for the long-suffering Jason Newstead, who, I mean, his first full-length album with the band, and he's not even on it? That's bull. So, anyway. There you go. I can't play a Metallica song without going off on a Metallica rant. I I am incapable of it, and I apologize. But, not really. It's just the way it is with Metallica. If you need any further conversation about this, go back to the episode I did with Logan. Gil Logan's Island where we do a massive metal roundtable and discuss Metallica at length. Uh, That was a great episode. That was a fun episode. Go check that out. And I can tell you a way you can go check that out. You can go to cnjradio.com. Here are the archives of the first 49 shows. Yes, 49 shows in. Number 50 is the next one. And I have zero idea of what I'm going to do for it. Maybe I won't do anything all that special. I don't know. But if you have any ideas, go to cnjradio.com. There's a link to my personal email for the show, joey at cnjradio.com. There's a link to the Facebook. Like it. There's a link to my Twitter. Go ahead and follow me. One of these days, I'll, I'll do it. I promise. And, you know, like I said, if you're on the Facebook... You can, you know, immediately request a show theme. If you got a great idea, send it along. I just might do it. And, you know, I don't know if this is going to catch on, but I've been using this a lot when I post the links. But please, listen, like, subscribe, and share. Please, every time I post an episode, share it for me, please. I could really use the attention. You know, building the show up here. I so appreciate the people that have been here for the first 49 episodes and it's only going to get better from here on out so thanks a lot for tuning into the show here tonight have fun